0: Yo, everybody, welcome to Killer Serials. This is Tony Jones.
1: And Ryan Parker.
0: And uh, we talk about TV from a theological perspective. And we are talking about Luke Cage. We're wrapping it up. Episodes 11, 12, and 13. Yeah. And, uh, man, Ryan, I... Hit me. It, it was, it was re- like, I thought episode 11 was good.
1: Really, because I thought it was completely useless.
0: I thought eleven was good just because it okay. affirmed everything we'd said about episodes nine and ten—that like Cain and Abel and sure, yeah, all the Bible stuff. I,
1: I, and, and I'm hopefully I'm not misremembering. Episode eleven is when they get caught in the basement, right? Where Luke takes her down to the basement, takes Misty yep. down to the basement, and yep. save her, and then they run into Claire. Yeah, I I thought. I really appreciated them kind of validating everything everything you and I thought was going on in terms of Stryker and Luke, but man, they just it was like it just felt dragging in terms of plot. Like we cut back to the, the
0: whole office, th- this to whole the
1: basement to the office to the Luke Cage can punch through walls. I don't know why he didn't get out of there quicker.
0: I mean, there's some real as as I think you find with any superhero deal, there's some real kind of plot problems i i sure. think you know sure you run into plan. yeah you run into stuff like i thought this guy was uh you know i thought this guy yeah was super strong or whatever or you know there's there's just like there there are scenes where the whole um latino gang shows up and yeah. it's like um diamond back and two of his associates against eight guys just and like slaughter only the bad guys get shot you know what I mean? Yeah. And then there was a very weird... I I, I, I did... Tell me if I missed something, but in that scene, then, Diamondback is gone when Luke shows up. He finds yeah. all these dead guys. He finds the Latino gang leader, like, almost dead on his deathbed, okay? And yeah. then he looks in that case and sees a bomb ticking down, and he's like, how did... How did Diamondback do this? Okay, and the Latino gang leader says he's doing something I've never seen before.
1: Yeah, and that's then they a run little, out, and the building disjointed.
0: explodes. I'm like, he's never seen a bomb ticking down with one minute left on the timer. Like, I don't. What so, is it about that bomb that's unique?
1: Looking back on, I think that was some some bad editing. Looking yeah. back on episode eleven in light of finishing the series, I think what's in the case is that suit and that he cleans house and kills kills all those guys with the power of that bulletproof suit that kind of gave him superhuman strength. Huh. And that's what I think that gang leader was referring to. Um, He had never they seen don't anything show like it. the suit before. They don't show they, it. They don't. They don't. That's why I think it's... I mean, again, that's just my... My take on it, and then he left a bomb for Luke to try to kill Luke. But of course, we know that wouldn't kill him because he survived a RPG attack,
0: right? And all he does is run out of the building. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a little. He has a whole minute.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's. I like. I like Stryker as a personality. I like his backstory, but he's kind of weak. Like it's the suit. I don't know. I was just expecting a a really. Badass villain because I felt like in something like Daredevil, which if you haven't watched that, I kind of feel like you would you would like it better. Kingpin is an an awesome villain. He's physically imposing. He's strong. Um, I I don't know. I I thought Striker it's it's was,
0: a it's a bit it of a thin bag. soup. Yeah, it's a bit of a thin soup. That Diamondback is this intent on destroying. Luke and, you know, many innocent bystanders simply because he didn't have the love of his father. You mean, like, they played out that plot line pretty early on, and that yet yeah, that's still... It's still driving him, you know? And then, let me just say this, like, then they have that epic fight, and the fight ends, um, and... The fight ends, and I, look, I stopped. I pause Netflix, and, like, um, Diamondback's in custody with a neck brace on or whatever, and I pause it, and, I, and it, you know, it's a 45-minute episode. 15 minutes are gone, and there's 30 minutes left of the last episode of the season. Yeah. So I'm like, this is a seriously long day to no Yeah, like, you yeah
1: know? that's right. That's right, yeah.
0: And I then thought somebody was coming just, back. Yeah, I thought. Oh, yeah, right, exactly. Like suddenly, Diamondback, you're gonna like see his hands start to twitch, right? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, he comes back, right? Or or you find or or there's uh, 20 minutes that show shades, you know, doing something super nefarious, and you're like, oh, they're setting up season two, or there's
1: somebody else, another villain for season, or there's
0: another there's another uh, Marvel villain that shows up, but instead. It's just this long, laborious, like, they're even, the, the dialogue that they write for Luke is so cheesy that they even make sense of it. So his girlfriend has to say to him repeatedly through season one, Boy, that's really what you said, that's the cheesiest thing you've said yet. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, it's, yeah. re- and I get comic books always have some kind of cheesy dialogue. Like, I get that.
1: Yeah. Well, one of the things I appreciated about that lengthy ending and who I felt was a very um, uh, compelling character because she just got such a great presence. And I think she's a good actor. Though The actor playing her is very good is Misty. Um, and I love the ending because when she walks into Harlem's Paradise, she looks like the Misty from the comic books finally yeah she's kind of got her hair blown out she's wearing a dress that could also double as like a superhero costume with the kind of reveal shoulders so you know if they do get a second season i should i can look that up and see if they've had that announcement it'll be a while but i would hope that she plays um a new character and then claire taking karate lessons i guess yeah
0: that was yeah there, there were a couple little you know easter eggy type things yeah um at the at the at the end that were interesting and
1: and also let's just i mean we're just being honest we've i think for the most part we've liked the show but i think where some people's frustrations might lie you talked about the dialogue i mean my goodness like episode 12 is very on the nose with social commentary like when they're in the dj yeah
0: with, oh method that man that was one of the best scenes of the whole season I loved, well
1: i loved method man i thought it was just a little on the nose though method man's great and, but that line's like, you know, bulletproof always comes second to being black. And then in episode 13, the woman being interviewed on the street. Who would have thought a black man in a hoodie would be a hero? Well, we all did from the second episode. Like Yeah, it's, yeah, right. Yeah, that's clear, true. Clearly everybody in the city, if you were listening to that, that radio talk show, yeah. knew a black man in a hoodie was a hero. Like... So I don't know. I, th- I think well, that...
0: that's true. They were it was it was a little obvious and over the top for sure. Yeah. Um, in that deal, but I did like that because like, what's the point of being subtle? This is not a subtle show. There's nothing subtle about this Fair show. Enough. Yeah. So I I did like that. I just thought.
1: And then the wait. I mean,
0: you say we liked it. I did like it. I liked it less and less as the season wore on. I found the I found Luke to be. Quite one dimensional, okay. And I think that is often a problem with superheroes. Like that's been the knock on Superman for years, right? Yeah. Like Batman. Batman is the interesting superhero because he's got such a dark side, such a dark backstory.
1: That's true. Um, Can you talk about like what? Why do you think? I know you're not super plugged into the like the business side of things, but you pay attention to stuff, and and you're a writer. Like, what is it about this? I've detected shows like Bloodline, for example, on Netflix, and now Luke Cage, which have this, I think it's 13-episode arc. It would be great to talk to Dean Batali about this because you have episode orders for network and cable television because they need to fill airtime and sell ads.
0: Yeah, right, right.
1: And with the eyes to syndication, should the show become popular. But Netflix doesn't seem to care about any of that stuff really. But yet they order these shows that are so they give thirteen episodes, and it seems like a show like Bloodline or Luke Cage could be told in eight, nine, ten episodes. And yeah. it kinda of like the British model, you know, where they did they'll do like six episodes of this really kick ass story and you kinda of get left wanting more. And It seems like Netflix is giving us too much, which is kind of, I think, characteristic of their whole platform. Um,
0: Yeah, it's funny because I do definitely see shows like that are on Amazon Prime that are Amazon originals, and they'll be like maybe eight eight episodes in a season or ten. Really? And yeah, and these and this show, I don't think. I don't think there's anything intrinsic to you know telling having a story arc or having a season that's in bit, three big acts that has to be that has to be broken into thirteen forty-five minute segments because um, you know obviously there are novels or there are whatever that are you know graphic novels regular novels that are short some are long some are short and I think. Um, I'm guessing that Netflix just bought 13 episodes.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: And so the guy the you know, maybe the creators convinced them or maybe that's um behind the scenes with Netflix has, you know, their their overarching contract um with Marvel is that they do these shows in 13 episodes or I don't know what it is, but I, I just—I mean, we we should probably get off of it and move on to other oh, yeah, things. It just but... feels
1: like the it feels like the writing suffers when when you're trying to fit eight what 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 could be eight episodes into thirteen. I don't know. It's yeah.
0: I I don't think this story, at least the way they told it, merited thirteen episodes. Or they sure didn't. They just ran out of juice. Yeah at the end yeah. I thought so anyway um, what's a
1: takeaway from you for the overall series I mean what's something that, that might stick stick out with you what do you hope that if there if there's a second season what do you hope content creators if they watch this show what's a takeaway for them maybe to influence future work
0: uh,
1: big questions I, know. I think
0: there I think there are imp- inherent problems with the um, the comic book genre inherent challenges I should say okay um, anytime you give a creature a superhero a, a superpower or multiple superpowers in this case Luke really has two he has super strength and and impervious skin you know it's very hard the the reason people love protagonists is because they are vulnerable and um i think luke has some vulnerabilities obviously but they become a little bit the old trope of like let's we're gonna i'm gonna push this innocent lady off a ledge and um he's gonna have to choose whether to chase the bad guy or save the innocent lady yeah and he saves the innocent lady You know what I mean? I'm frustrated with the women have power in this show, but they end up always having to rely on the big, strong, you know, six foot four inch, 250 pound man to save them. Okay. Even even when Misty gets shot, Misty who's one of the strongest characters and actually arguably the most complex character in the show yeah right yeah because she's made mistakes she screws up it's her fault Mariah gets off yeah because uh, she lost yeah, her phone. that
1: was a little fra- that was pa- a little painful to watch yeah yeah
0: yeah but I I thought finally my god so, finally somebody on this show who means well does something wrong you know um but when she gets shot in the arm, it's Luke who saves her from bleeding out. You know, Luke picks her up like a damsel in distress. Luke shelters her from the bullets. Luke takes her down to the basement. Luke's Luke puts a tourniquet on her. Luke says, "You're not going to die on my watch." Meanwhile, she's like, "You got to go upstairs and save all those innocent people." And he's like, "No, I'm going to stay down here and save you, one one person." Yeah. And and and, and I just And she
1: healed, she healed pretty quickly too, by the way.
0: Yeah, real quickly.
1: Yeah, like here's some here's some dental floss. We're gonna just sew this up. You might lose your arm. Oh, five minutes later, she's out walking the streets. You know, being a kick-ass detective.
0: Right. She's like, my trigger finger still works. Yeah. Not if you had a bullet go completely through your bicep. Your trigger finger yeah. doesn't work. Yeah, Severing yeah. an artery. Yeah. So I think that's just. I think some of those things. That's just what. That is just what happens in. Um, in, that, comic, okay. in comic books. All right, spin it, know,
1: spin it positive. What did this show bring to the genre that you appreciated or uh, it did, uh, didn't yeah. hate?
0: <laughs> I love, love, loved all of the African-American culture and in particularly the Harlem culture. I loved yeah. it. Yeah. I thought that was so good. Um, Can
1: we view that and, as a theological move, I, I think we can. I think you know while we're while we're watching, and I think that we, interesting that we helpful or helpful that we did watch this and watch this and then talk about it all. It let it play, that we let it play out because so much is country since our country since we started watching and it's and it and it ended election election yeah. And I think the onus is on storytellers and content creators to, to consciously um, make choices like that to honor stories that aren't being told or perspectives that aren't being shared. And I think that's I think that's an affirmation of worth and value and and all of that that is also at the same time theological.
0: Yeah, there is. I I'm with you. I I I like um I like sh- I like a show like this because it's put into an actual place. And the thing about putting um, putting Superman in Metropolis or putting Batman in Gotham is that you get to make up uh, a city from whole cloth, and then you know you get to um, you get to make the superhero. It's like it's like the the environment then is written to fit the superhero, and on this and on, and on these other Marvel, com, you know, the the other superheroes that are in the other boroughs that are all going to get together eventually. Here, uh, I like that Harlem is a real place, and I think um, that's a theological move. I mean, as Christian theologians, I think we can both say one of the things that is so powerful about the story of Jesus is that. You know, it's God incarnate in an actual place at an actual Which time. was highly politicized. It, it's why it Yeah, it's why so many people study the ancient Near East and are experts in um you know, the, the 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 history of Jerusalem and things like that. And even now you look and you go like Jerusalem is still like such a political place with so many problems. Yeah. And um so I like that. I think that's good, because Luke is a real su- a superhero who's incarnated into a real place, okay. um, and that makes him... He's dealing with real problems, but we also have the resources of real poets and real musicians and real novelists and stuff like yeah, that. And speaking of real,
1: I thought it was very uh, sad, sad, and, and also um, kind of for us, uh, oddly time. Sharon Jones is on on, on, on oh that gosh. final episode, singing a beautiful song. Beautiful song, beautiful song and, and had died what two days before we watched that A couple days ago? A couple days ago? Couple days ago. Yeah. So yeah, that's right. I mean, we can. I mean, we can. I'm ready to see 2016 later.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, right. 2016 sucked for for losing. Really, I thought you know. And, yeah, and- I
1: i agree with you people. um on the fact that this was that it kind of reveled in african american history culture arts music everything and when this rated in this real time and placing on remitting on real things even though it was, it was it was it was a little on the nose um
0: when you say on the nose, you mean a little too obvious, yeah. It's just like,
1: too... like we get it, like the who nope. thought of black man in a yeah. a little heavy yeah. handed. Um, but and you know, and you know, there are probably for whom that won't be like. It might be like, oh, I've not thought about it in this way or whatever. Um, yeah. I, I thought it was interesting. In twelve, so twelve when they start seeing with the with the holes in yeah. them. So you've kind of got this. Yeah. They're already selling the narrative, so to speak, within the show.
0: Favorite? That was something I thought they could have done so much more with. And they just had like a couple kind of B-roll of guys walking around and pointing at cops. And then it was over. I thought that could have really become something. You yeah, know? There,
1: were some um, moments, there were some moments you, you could have had some depth there. And they just kind of stayed up on the surface. Favorite line of season? the season? I've got mine.
0: Oh man! Uh, turn the other cheek. I don't know. I don't know what's yours.
1: What are you a pimp? <laughs> yeah,
0: that was a great line. Bobby, that, that's Bobby, right. That. My made man, me Bobby, say, I want I mean, more Bobby I mean, Fish. More I want Bobby more Fish. Bobby yeah. Fish.
1: Hell.
0: Bobby Fish is the bomb, yeah. dude. He's like, he he's a great character, and he just he he you know he's kind of the. And in, in another thing about so many superhero comics and stuff, superhero stories, is like the sidekick is so often more interesting than the superhero. Yeah. Well, he's because <laughs> they're he's the ones the who are weak, right? they have weakness and they're flawed and they don't have all the superheroes and you don't know if they're going to win in the end.
1: Yeah. You know? um,
0: so, I, you know. Uh, I mean all told looking back I think it was a good show it wasn't a great show I I I appreciated the use of the Bible um yeah you know uh the Bible was in there it, it was it was a uh, like a an artifact that was used Does it I does, mean it's not just the by the bad guy the bad guy had, I, I loved when we finally late in the season when Diamondback cracks open his Bible and it's like Looked a like a, it looked like a it like a teenager a, I thought, evangelical
1: teenager's Bible.
0: Yeah, like this guy didn't just read the Bible. Yeah, they've been, been doing some. They've yeah. been doing some.
1: They've been doing some Beth Moore stuff or something. Hey, <laughs> so what? W- maybe one last about this because about this because we can, uh, we that we that we we deal with and shows that we've dealt with in the past. You could. Make the case. There's first up the use of the Bible in the show. Just touched on. Just touched on. Yeah. But then there is the self. It's echoing biblical. You pointed that. You pointed that out a couple of weeks ago with Cain and Abel. Cain and Abel and Abraham, Ishmael, and Isaac. Does this show? Does this show allow you or allow you or allow us the opportunity to think The biblical. The biblical, the biblical narrative. So I mentioned I had our conversation, had our conversation um, back on the path, be back on the path soon. We had a conversation with Jessica Goldberg last last week. You and I and I mentioned the comic book series, comic book series that's called. This is the title. This is the ti- This is the title. It's called The Goddamn. It's a t- and it's a take on the Kane story. Yeah. It is really, it has really made me think differently about that narrative, narrative, and to ask some questions that I asked asked had I not read that, or am I, were I not reading that yeah. series? So. Yeah. Is there, if you were talking to a TV group at your local church, are there questions that this raised for the story that you would think about differently or ask differently? And maybe, there, and maybe there's not.
0: Um, nothing about this show did that for me. Quite honestly, I mean, nothing. Nothing makes me turn back the text and read it differently i i know for example that in the african-american community and the african-american church in particular there is a very very strong resonance with the um with the with the exodus narrative and and the story of moses and i thought that like if i were uh a consultant with with Luke Cage I would say lean into that like have uh have a in the mix surely in Harlem there are you know figures that are black preachers who are who could be another interesting character in the mix with Mariah the politician you know and Luke the superhero and the cops like throw a pastor in there and have people wonder if Luke is the new Moses who's going to lead people out of Harlem or is Harlem the promised land and he's going he's to yeah. help make it into a land of milk and honey so all of the diaspora African-Americans who've been um, outside of Harlem can come back or maybe uh, Mariah is gentrifying Harlem and making it more white and driving out all the uh all the african-american culture like there's some really great stuff they could have done that i thought what they the, didn't weird. biblical really narrative.
1: biblical narrative. biblical narrative yeah yeah that's interesting yeah well i not How about you not really like like that's a story i feel like the like abraham like abraham and we talk about abraham and isaac but we don't talk about half of that or half of that Story,
0: Ishmael and I re- think that I yeah. re- think
1: that resonates with a lot of people, and across and across races, and you know, so the yeah. fact that 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 could bring that up, maybe it doesn't make me think differently about it, but it at least acknowledges that that is part two, two, and is it to reckon what we have to reckon what we have to reckon what we have to reckon what we, we have to reckon with. So. Bringing that's just bringing that's just bringing that's just bringing that's just, that, just, that, just bringing that to people's attention. So
0: yeah. Well, what do we got coming up? I'm going to be out of the country next yeah. week, yeah. and uh, yeah. yeah, maybe you'll
1: yeah. maybe yeah.
0: maybe take a week off, or maybe you throw something up. But we've
1: ahead, we've ahead, we've you, you know, it's and, the holidays. Uh, we'll try maybe try to do something kind of one off, like we did things, major things, or you know, last chance you, and then looking. At-
0: Maybe we can find a made made for TV Christmas. Are you kidding movie me? The, I watch those all the time. can watch. Come on, bro. Pick one out. And we'll we'll do it. We'll drop. Guess a what? Very, and guess what? And guess what? And guess what? Guess what? It'll get Serious. the
1: most l- listens and downloads. of anything, we've.
0: <laughs> 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 and, hey, looking back yeah. for
1: are uh, looking for. She got a couple. Of, got a couple of shows. We Pope Young Pope Young Pope, which I'm kind of intrigued by, and I think it would be. But it, all, but it also releases yeah. very close to a serial, serial, a VIP killer serial, which is the path. Can, can, yeah, that's right. Can, on January twenty fifth. So we've got some good stuff coming. So, and, and, don't, 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 don't fight. Take the high road.